We have to move on. We didn't talk about that game. Are you mentally ready to play your old team? I've never played in Cleveland. I went from Tennessee to here. I don't talk about that one year in Cleveland. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Double coverage with the McCourty Twins. Uh, season two. What I don't even know what episode one. What episodes are just rolling at this point, man. Uh, but we want to welcome everybody. As you know, you can check out this podcast on YouTube, iTunes. Mama, whatever. we made it. There we made go. it. Made it. Whatever you use to listen to your podcast, all you have to do is search double coverage with the McCourty Twins. And as always, we're on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at McCourty Twins. I'm saying, I'm saying this is episode seven. This is a great guess. Quick shout out to our partners here at Double Coverage, Boston Medical Center and Embrace Kids Foundation. We've come together to tackle the sickle cell disease. You can learn more at TackleSickleCell.org. Coming up on Monday, we have the annual Tackle Sickle Cell Casino Night at Royale, the 28th in Boston. Uh, For any information, tickets, sponsorships, donations, whatever you need to do, visit TackleSickleCell.org. Oh, no, no, go ahead. And also a shout-out to our, not new, because last week they were new. So this week they're they're part of the family over at Normatech. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, And like I said last week, anywhere athletes are redefining their potential, Normatech recovery systems are helping them to push boundaries and exceed their their goals. Recover faster, increase circulation, and conquer sore muscles with Normatech, the ultimate recovery for today's athletes. How how we get one of those? All you got to do is visit normatechrecovery.com for any information. Order you one. Go check it out. Read about it. Learn about it. You got different tools. You can get all the different things. Get your legs right. Get one shoulder right. Anything. They got it all. Normatech does a great job. Athletes, not just NFL athletes or professional athletes. Any type of athlete. Even even the older retired athletes that are still complaining about those aches and, 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 and all of that. Those are the ones that probably get up at like 5 a.m. and run before work. Yeah. Salute to them. You're right, man. Go get those muscles right. NormaTechRecovery.com. Breaking news. What we got? We got JG to IR, uh, to too many rumors and reports to report. Um, so we will only report on one rumor that JG is headed to IR. Um, awesome teammate. It's been, uh, it's been a pleasure this year to have him. So... Um, we'll have to see how everything works out. Yeah, all of that stuff. But, yeah, definitely, obviously, for me, getting a chance to play with uh, Josh in Cleveland and last year getting a chance for him to play here and then over the first, I guess you can say, almost half of the season, uh, seeing his growth and his development. Obviously, as a player, um, he has it. So a little banged up right now. So, obviously, we'll see what shakes out uh, from all of that. But uh, love Josh, and uh, it's been awesome to have him and, and be around him. Um, the flash, man. Yeah, exactly, man. We went from two flashes last year. We had CP and JG. We had Flash and Flash. Um, it was a pretty dynamic Flash, too, I for, might add. For sure, for sure. Now we ain't got no Flash. No Flash. We got our camera Flash. Wow. But we've added another Rutgers guy uh, to the bunch, my guy, Muhammad Sanu. Well, he, he, what, what, what would they do at Rutgers when he caught a pass? Sanu. Or they go, Muhammad. We didn't ask. No, Sanu. This really isn't the time to be talking about Rutgers anyway. But um, hey, man, this is Rutgers of at least seven years ago. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll celebrate that. But um, the the Rutgers that that Shiano touched. Anyway, uh, <laughs> there were rumors that Sanu was coming in to play quarterback. False. 
Definitely false. Strong yeah. arm, not great accuracy. And he has a higher passer rating than Tom. He could throw. He could throw a great deep ball. No yeah. touch, probably. Elite passer rating. Yeah, but he only I has. I think like, it might be perfect. He only has like five or six passes. So imagine if he gets more. It's gonna look worse. He, he got. Who, he who got, would you take? I was asked. He got to change his number though, huh? Who would you take? Muhammad Sanu at quarterback. Or the flying squirrel Julian Edelman at quarterback. Oh, repping the golden flashes. Back when he used to quarterback that. Well, who are you taking? I don't even know. What conference are the golden flashes in? In the MAC. Uh, That's disrespectful. They beat Rutgers a couple years ago when Duran was there. Oh, that is pretty bad. This is easy, bro. Jules is like 5'11". I don't want no little quarterback. But he can make it happen, though. No, Run I'm the taking, option. I'm taking Sanu, bro. He can see over the line. Yeah, but all Sanu was doing was the Wildcat while he was in college. We limited him. But I'm, that's what I'm saying. You Jules. just said he was a great passer. You talk about his passer rating now you don't want him to throw the ball? Because imagine if Jules threw his passer rating might be through the roof. Nah, all, it have to be bubble screens I'm going. I'm going. I'm going with the flying squirrel, man. That's a bad choice. Make it happen. Some Triple people option. Know, some people not evaluate talent. Others don't. That what is, is for sure. Excited to have a guy like uh, Mahom, Mo on the team? Yeah, man. I think, you know, just from getting an opportunity to play with him, I was a senior. He was a freshman. He came in with a great work ethic. Yeah. Um, multiple times between him, Duran, Logan, uh, I walk into the weight room because, you know, I was, I was old. You know, I only had one class. And these guys are being there lifting. They're being there on a jugs machine, getting extra work. So um, when I saw, you know, them grow as players while they were still in college and then now as, uh, in the NFL, I wasn't surprised. They always put in the work. So to get Mo here and to know – uh, what he brings, I think he'll fit in very well here, um, and I'm excited for him and, and our team. Definitely. Uh, obviously, he had to change his <laughs> number. Uh, number 12 is currently. Could he have offered Tom a, a boatload of money and got the 12? I mean, his career earnings possibly, but um, <laughs> number 12 is currently not available. So uh, my guy will be wearing number 14. Uh, in addition to adding Sanu to the team, we've also signed um, I think it's three-time Pro Bowler Justin Bethel, uh, a guy that's terrorized special teams. I'm not a fan of this. Not you, a fan? No, you know why? Why? Now with him here, I probably I might be out of the top five in speed. Oh. We like someone has to consult us. Like we're 32 now. We just can't stay up in there. Can't stay in there all the time. So if you're gonna bring somebody in, like let's consult us first. Yeah, you he's know? he's definitely a, a, uh, he's a that Jay Jones type. That's team, what I mean. Uh, we're, what are we doing? Nah, he, he's a great player. So, um, you know, I was lucky. I don't know. I had to block him a couple times, you know, out there in the punt I don't know return. if I ever had to. So, it's, it got real out there. Yeah, he's you know, got real out there. Uh, excited, you know, to see him, Slate, Slate Nate. has, what, seven Pro Bowls? Something like that. Him and Jackie own the father-son. So, I mean, between him and Bethel, we may have, like, a, a double-digit Pro Bowls within our special teams unit. That's pretty elite. Pretty elite. And probably if you count all pros with Nate in there, too, I mean... I'm just saying, you put all those guys in we there. Got, we got, yeah, we got to tell them that tomorrow. We got some high expectations for that. Bus, nah, man. what does it say on the door? Manage expectations, bro. Quiet, Take it easy. No, ignore the noise. Yeah, speak for yourself. I don't want to be the noise. Speak for yourself. But another kind of breaking news, I guess. Andy Reid said Patrick Mahomes is uh, able to do some things at practice uh, after watching that Thursday night game. That was last week, huh? Thursday yeah. night game. Is this a week of the, the quarterback's? Back at practice, I Drew guess Brees so, was back at practice. Yeah, uh, Mahomes is actually out there, but Mahomes is, it just looked so bad when it happened, and everybody was just in a frenzy. And, and he has he has youth on his side. Yeah, to hear he's back out there at practice is exciting. Obviously, you want to see 
those guys in our league out there competing. Um, guys like Mahomes on the Madden cover, he's everywhere. Uh, talked about this one of the the bona fide superstars of our league. So they said he they said he went to Wakanda. Got that healing. I didn't hear that. That's what I heard. heard nah. He, heard he took a trip to Wakanda. I didn't hear that. All right. I'm just saying, jump on. I bet you if you ask Michael B. Jordan, he knows. Yeah, uh, when I get the chance, I will. Okay. He was at a Celtics game last year. We might see him again this year. Let's talk about Monday night. Monday night. Monday night. Woo! Monday you come night. Away. Monday night. Woo! Leading the league. Come away with your fifth interception. But dissect that interception for us. What, 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 what went down on that play? I can't tell you too much. If I dissect it too much, it's just telling the defense so and all that. Just give us an overview. Uh, it was an errant throw. You know, they're trying to throw to your guy, trying to throw to Crowder. I knew you were going to need help. So wow. um, I kind of played off my guy a little bit. He was, he was probably a little open because I knew you would need the extra help. Sometimes when you go to help a brother out, your brother doesn't just get the help, but you get rewarded as well. So all the listeners, be your brother's keeper, help him, support him. Good things will happen. Uh, what enabled uh, the team to make so many plays on the ball? Walked away, what, the, the safety room, I did all what, three interceptions and Steph had one? Was there something in the game, game plan, or something that you, we saw versus the Jets that enabled guys to be able to come away with some takeaways in that game? It's just pressure. You know, I think, you know, people try to pick apart quarterbacks and say, like, if you pressure anyone, like things are going to happen, turnovers, sometimes big play. Like you have to be on point. Um, but it was funny because in practice this week, you know, on Friday, well, I guess it was Saturday this week, we do our drills and Steve Belichick was the quarterback. We pressured him in a drill. He can't even get hit. And he, he threw the ball up, pick six. So, um, you know, I think we did a good job of applying pressure at the right times and guys understanding, guys in the secondary understanding when pressure was coming, where to be, where to be positioned, how to make a play. Um, so I thought that was big for us, especially going on the road, hostile environment against a team that was coming off a big win. Yep. Um, you know, the, my interception, second play of the game, get off to a good start, and it just got rolling speaking, from there. Speaking of good starts, I mean, as a player, especially a defender, to open up the game oh, and your man. offense gets the ball. Eight-minute drive. And a 16-play drive with a multiple third-down conversions, with a fourth-down conversion in there. I'm standing on the sideline after we score, and James Devlin just turns around, looks at me, and goes, 16 plays. <laughs> 16 plays. So when you talk about, like, when you say that, starting fast, that's huge. You're on the road, it's in the division, two teams that don't like each other, and you're sitting there on the bench. And even from, I saw, I'm watching you guys at the coin toss, and uh, you guys go heads as tails, the Jets choose to defer. I just see Jamal Adams sprint off the field excited that they're going to start the game on defense and then to watch our offense go out there and just march the ball right down the field. That's, I mean, when you talk about starting fast, that right there that's is the definition. That, yeah, that's demoralizing. It's the definition of it. Those third and fourth down conversions, that's what football is about for a team to get momentum, to get it rolling. And then, like you said, to go out there as a defense, you get a turnover. And things, the ball just seemed to bounce our way, man. Like I said earlier, four interceptions, um, Blitzing, John Simon's able to force a fumble. KV, get up. Get up and run. It's National Football League. It was actually, it almost seemed like by design. It looked like a great play. KV jumps wow. on the ball. You're like no the ultimate one, hype, man. That did not look like a great play. No, no, no. The, him jumping on the ball made sense. The ball. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying, but get up. But he got up late, which actually made sense because the entire Jets offense no one ran after But him. if he would have got up right away, that heel that touched him, he might have already still, had his knee off the ground. No. You don't know that. I guess possibly. He thought he was still at BYU. <laughs> but he dove on the ball. He was waiting for the whistle. Luckily, but, a Rutgers guy, Deron Harmon, was like, get up. 
Get up. But the delay reaction was awesome. Just from my standpoint, I'm 40 it yards wasn't down on the purpose, field. though. Yeah, I'm 40 yards down the field, and you just see the Jets walking around like, oh, man. And then you just see KV get up, and he takes off. And what we thought was going to be a touchdown is called It wasn't. Because their feet hit each other. I mean, maybe if he would have got up right away, we could have had another touchdown Somebody, defense. I was talking to some. I can't remember who I was talking to on the sideline. They was like, do you think they should adjust that rule that if you don't make any attempt no. to tag a guy? I was like, the only thing is when you do that, now you, who's declaring what What's is, the, yeah, what is an intent? No, that's silly. Like, oh, you, guys should limit, you guys should limit your conversations on the sideline. I was a part of a play like that as well. Uh, when I was in Tennessee, we were playing. Oh, no. Tennessee we were playing, stories. We, were we playing, said no Tennessee We were stories. playing Oakland, and uh, Michael Griffin recovers a fumble. And when he recovers it, as he goes to roll over and get up, he, like, bumps into somebody's leg who is, like, facing the opposite way. I'm not surprised. Michael Griffin, that means he has no body control. Gets up, runs it in for a touchdown, call back, down by contact. And y'all won or lost the game? We won that game. Oh, awesome. We won that game. Sam Donald seeing goes the most. We over, lost that game. The most overhyped one. The most overhyped story of month from Monday Night Football. What? Sam Donald seeing goes. The seeing goes. Yeah. The most hyped thing. Ever. I saw. I saw Gays in the Jets organization complain that that footage was even released. That's so tough. Like, cause I get it. I hear him. Like, there's probably some stuff, especially a bad play happens. You come yeah. on the sideline and it's just like I may be talking to you and it's just like. Your mic, somebody may forget. Like, what if you're talking about, like, man, this guy, he blew that over there, or whatever the case may be. They usually don't, they usually don't. Yeah, so it's just like certain stuff like that. Like, everything that's said on the sideline doesn't need to be. And the whole, I thought some of that stuff needs to be okay. And the whole seeing ghost stuff, like, do people think it would have been different if he would have been like, man, like, they're coming from everywhere? Like, that's, yeah, that's, it's the same thing. That's all it was just like, it's probably because our linebackers have the corny nickname Boogeyman. So, like, everybody, like, ran with it. So, Corny, I, the, the nickname. They name themselves. You cannot name yourself, bro. You I, can't. Self-proclaimed. Kevin Garnett did not name himself the big ticket. Shaquille O'Neal did not name himself Superman. The he, big Aristotle. The big Aristotle. He didn't do it, bro. If you nickname yourself, Shazam. it's just weak. It's just weak. So, therefore, linebackers are weak. All of them, too. Not just all of them. You heard it here first. And I'll tell it to him. Yeah. What was it like? Back in Jersey, playing back home. Pretty cool. It was like a mama I made it moment. I like that, that was my first ever interception uh, at MetLife. Really? Yeah, I usually don't even play that well at MetLife. Oh, I was going to say my first time, but it wasn't. My second time playing. My first bad game in the NFL was week two of my rookie year at MetLife. Oh, my, Gave up a touchdown or two. It was ugly. My rookie year, we played. It was the Jets, too, at MetLife. Um Two corners got hurt. I got in there, first play of the game. First play, I'm in there. Ooh, Lavernius Coles catches a deep ball on you. Mark, Mark Sanchez throws a nine right. I remember that. Tiptoed the sideline, and then I cramped up first game. You cramped up after not starting? Yep, cramped up. You didn't know how to hydrate? I didn't take an IV, and I, I'm an IV guy. I need my IVs. And I'm thinking I'm a rookie. I'm only on punt and kick off. That's like, bad. I don't really need to. Hey, for all you young players out really there. I don't really need IV. This lets you know you can become a true pro. Jason McCourty, as a rookie, was a terrible pro. I started every game as a rookie, didn't cramp up anything, played you every took play. IVs? Not as not when I was a rookie. Oh. Well, you but knew you were starting. I was young, bro. You knew I didn't you need were to starting. take an IV. I was built I was built for this. I'm I like the fifth corner. How am I supposed to know one guy's going to break a his pro form, is always the other being guy's ready. pull a muscle like Being a pro doing? is always being ready, bro. What are you doing? That's bad. Matter of fact, I started that game. I mean, I ended up going in that game. 
people because people got hurt. Then the next game we played Jacksonville. I get my first start. Did okay, you know what I mean? Uh, and then the next game, we played Indy, Sunday Night Football. The only game I've ever played on Sunday Night Football until last year when we played Detroit on Sunday Night Football. That was a, my first Sunday night game since my rookie year. We played. Uh, I played against Peyton Manning starting, followed up by – Last week, we had to remember it's the 10-year anniversary of the New England Patriots hosting the Tennessee Titans in a 59-zip blizzard game. So basically, you've done that a lot of losing. That third, was my third ever start. And even back then, I was helping the Patriots win. <laughs> so, which, which, I mean, 59-zip. Moving on, moving on. I wasn't in any of the highlights, though, that they posted. Moving on. All the touchdowns. Moving on. I was on. chasing people, but none of those were actually scored on me. They just chose not to post the one Randy Moss called on me. It was a back shoulder, and it was like, if we had any viewers in here, they would be asleep by now. It was like pitch and catch because it was Tom and Randy. Like, Moving on. We have Cleveland this week. How are you? What are you? Where are you at mentally? Do I need to tell you it's just another game? But that like, game was tough though because we came out to warm up. It was pouring raining, and then we went back in. We got dressed, and it was pregame, and it was a straight snowstorm. That's how my daughter acts like she sleeps. And I didn't even realize the game was in October. Yes. How we, was the snowstorm in October? We talked about that last week. We have to move on. We didn't talk about that game. Are you mentally ready to play your old team? I've never played in Cleveland. I went from Tennessee to here. I don't talk about that one year in Cleveland. Do you want to give the pregame speech before Cleveland? No way. I did it in Tennessee. A great pregame speech. I mean, fired up. I mean, I was fired up after giving that pregame speech. And then you guys went out there and, and just sucked last year in Tennessee. But you were okay? I had a solid game. Okay. Yeah, I had a solid game. But you guys sucked. Even Deron said to me, man, my bad, J-Mac. I know how much you wanted to win that game. What was more important, to beat Tennessee in Tennessee or win the Super Bowl? Oh, my wife was dying to get her ring. She didn't get it before we went back to Tennessee in the preseason because she was just so happy that she won the ring. And the fact that they cut me, she wanted to make sure she went back and she wore her ring. She's going to wear it to practice? She was going to wear it everywhere she went. Every time she goes back, she has on Patriots gear. Petty and childish. Yeah, she's a little, she's, a, she's spiteful. So that lets you know in my household, you better do things right. What what we got this week, though? Nah, on a serious uh, note. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The crazy thing is just looking at, like, Cleveland's. Obviously, there's only a few coaches that were there. Uh, I know my corners coach is still there, but um, from a coaching standpoint, it's, it's all new coaches. And then just, like, as we're preparing this week, I'm looking at the offensive roster, and uh, Najoku's on IR right now. There's only three guys on that offense. There's two, uh, Batonio and Treader, and then uh, Higgins at receiver. The only three guys that were there while I was there. And then on defense, you got uh, Larry Ogunjobi uh, on the D-line, Miles Garrett, and then uh, Pro Bowl Joe Schobert on the defensive side. So literally, there's only six players on that team from just two years ago uh, when I was on the team. So that just lets you know that the Cleveland Browns that I was a part of that we didn't win the game is no longer the Cleveland Browns uh, that is there. John Dorsey has gotten a lot of his own guys in there. And, I mean, you look up and down that roster, and, I mean, there is talent as is, is any other team in the league. And especially for us on offense, I mean, you you get ready to play against. Is this as talented a group of, of offensive skill players that we played this for, year? Without, hands down. There's no question about it. I mean, um, you just look at their stats. You look at some of these guys. 
since Odell Beckham has been in the league, some of the stats that he's leading since Jarvis Landry's been in the game, been in the league, amount of receptions, he's right at the very top of it. I mean, when you talk about even that, Nick Chubb over the last two seasons, big runs, he's right at the top of it. Um, Baker Mayfield last year with the amount of touchdown passes he's thrown as a rookie. I mean, it's just Callaway coming in there last year, a guy that can stretch the field, make plays all over. Rashad Higgins has been hurt, hasn't been active, but him, him and Baker Mayfield, they've talked about how great a relationship yeah. they have. So, I mean, and Najoku's not even out there. You know what I mean? They just have weapons all over the field, and um, there's going to be a very tough challenge for us. By far, probably the best offense we've played against uh, so far this season. So, um, this is one you look at once you're watching film and you're getting ready, you get excited about because it's just it's like, one man, of those big games. They're really a good team. Exactly. They're really going to challenge us and have, force us to have to bring our A game to be able uh, to compete against them. So, uh, you know it's going to be fun from that standpoint, getting a chance to go against those guys. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait. You know, I think anytime you play against a team that is kind of young or, or still gelling because they just kind of, like you said, when you only have six guys from two years ago, it's a lot of new guys in one place. So um, I know when you're like that and their, their record isn't where they want it, you're trying to find games to gel and put it together. So um, it's going to be important for us to get off to a good start and, and just try to play good, sound football um, against a, a very talented group. Yeah, and then they're also coming off their bye week. And a bye week allows you, first and foremost, to get healthy get away from things, but then also just prepare for your next upcoming yeah. opponent. Chance to maybe put new plays in, but really kind of self-scout what you've done and really scouting the team that you're getting ready to prepare for. So um, we're going to have to watch them on film, break them down, know them inside and out, but also have to prepare for some things that we haven't Be seen Be ready to yet. adjust. Exactly. Be ready to adjust um, by series or whatever comes up in this game. So I'm really looking forward uh, to this game and, and, and the challenge that they bring for us. Okay, moving on. We're playing basketball. Don't ever sing again. The NBA is back. It's back. Did you watch the special uh, where Sergi Baca cooks and Kevin Durant came in? No, nah, I didn't see that. He cooked snake. He said because snakes don't eat snakes. And Kevin Durant has been called a snake. So he said if Kevin Durant don't eat the snake, then he a snake because snakes don't eat snakes. Kevin Durant ate the snake. So Sergi Baca put it out there. Kevin Durant is not a snake. Would you eat snake? I don't know. That thing look that joint, it looked bad. So you might be a snake. He cooks snake. Was it still like it was a snake. It was like wrapped up. Like and just take a bite. Nah, he said you had to like peel it and eat a certain part of it. They ate it. He put on like his own spices. That's what Kevin Durant said. Like, yo, like well, how did you know how to cook a snake? Like what did you he said he just put something together to spice it up. Oof. A snake. Ex teammates come together who you most excited to see this year in the NBA before we get to your prediction or anything most excited to see well first I think this year being the year of the duos I'm excited about year that. Of the yeah year of the duos if I had to pick one I'm gonna go with two of them obviously everybody knows down in Houston Russ and uh Brody and the beer if Russ you ever James. run into Jared Stidman he'll talk to you for hours about how good, how good Houston is I'm excited to see those two, um, just two ball-dominant guards, but guy, two guys with a great relationship, and I think it's going to work out great. Like, I'm excited to see it because I think it's, they have a team where it's going to allow them to both run a lot of isolations, and I think it's going to allow them to spread the court. I think it's going uh, to be big. So I'm excited to see 
how that develops. Not to not to harp on Kevin Durant, but I also saw the podcast with him, Darius Miles, and Quentin Richardson. So he's very excited to see them. Doesn't know how it will work. He said, you see some combinations come together, and with a basketball mindset, you're like, I can see how this fits. You know, he does this well. He he was like, when you look at these two guys, he was like, you don't know. I don't really know how it's going to fit. He said, but you know with those two guys, it's going to be spectacular because they're two of, the, be exciting. two of the top players that the game has ever seen. And I'm also interested to see what Golden State looks like with uh, Pooh. They don't look bad. With Steph. And with uh, D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, they're gonna be weak. They're gonna be weak. I'm 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 interested to see what that duo looks like. Battle Battle of L.A. Ooh. So we saw. Uh, you know I'm a LeBron. guy. We filming this. It's Wednesday, so for all you guys, when you watch this, last night we watched. Well, I didn't watch it. It was too it was late. Too late yeah. But the Battle of L.A. The Clippers took the first meeting. Um, Kawhi, 30 points, looked dominant. Um, Lou Will, 21 points, but. I always think that's interesting, man, to see those two teams be in that same building for so many years in you know, one booed, team. They booed Kawhi. Yeah, and I mean, gave LeBron MVP chance. But I'm just saying, though, that's like if some team comes in here and they share a stadium with us, you have like this super rich tradition versus a team that just continues to try to get there. And now you get that team. Well, they there now, baby. They've been climbing. They've had ups and downs with CP, Blake, uh, DeAndre Jordan. But now you got a team where you believe in. Um, I, I'm excited to see that, man. That city's belonged to the Lakers for so long. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if the Clippers can knock them off. They did all this without PG. Siakam and Van Vliet, 34 points apiece. Yeah, I mean, that was – I mean, that game kind of stunk, though. It was on national television, no opening night, and there was no Zion Williamson. You can't control no knock Andrews. on any of those guys. They got some great players. Drew Holiday, I think, is one of the top underrated guards in the NBA. Um, but if I'm honest with you, I didn't want to see the Pelicans versus the Raptors. My wife freaking had the Kardashians on. I'm over there watching film, and I was like, yeah, I know I'm watching film, but NBA tipped off, and, like, we're in here watching the but, Kardashians. But you're a reality TV guy, so what's the big deal? It does. I don't watch that show. You don't watch the Kardashians? No. So if I ask you, but you can name all of the Kardashians, can't you? Yeah, I don't know, like, the kids' names. You watch Kardashians. I've seen it. My wife watches it. You watch Housewives? My wife watches it. I know some of them from some of the ones. I don't know the ones she's watching now. Which one she's watching now? I'm not sure what city. So, it is. what's your goal? If you had to watch one the of the ones housewives. I know, she knows Atlanta, and the ones she watches that I know is Atlanta and Beverly Hills. Maybe I give you a hundred dollars if you can name, and between those two, six housewives. Lisa Vanderpump. Um, you uh, got Atlanta and Beverly Hills. Yeah. Um, uh, Candy, Cynthia. Um, Portia. I got to get some Beverly Hills in there. Um, Teddy is one of them from Beverly Hills. Um, Denise? No, that's not it. Um, who else we got? Oh, uh, Nene. Uh, Can you do any more? Yeah. Uh, my mind's going blank. Who else we got? Oh, and... Um, Oh, man. Oh, there's another Lisa. Okay. Maybe. Six. Maybe it's not. Six? What I say? $100? You give it to me. No, I ah. don't want cash. I'm going to have to Venmo you. You got to Venmo me. I don't got no cash. That's pretty impressive. Uh, it's really embarrassing. 
pretty impressive. You just said, oh, my wife, my wife watches. Oh, yeah, but uh, let me rattle off. There's like eight me, characters on let each Let me rattle of off all of the names. There's like eight characters on each show. Did you see Drake got his, he got his championship ring? Yeah, I don't really care. But then, then he has a custom one that he created as well. So he has two rings? Yeah, two rings. What's the point of that? I don't know. I don't know. I guess that's the stuff you can do when you're Drake. One well, does Mark Wahlberg, did Mark Wahlberg get a Super Bowl ring? I don't know. We Drake's should, part-time, uh, part-owner, bro. Yeah, we should give one to Mark and Donnie, bro. Go ahead go ahead and start a campaign. Yeah, that would be dope, bro. Super Bowl rings compared to uh, NBA championship rings? Which one's Well, are we saying Super Bowl nicer? rings or are you saying Patriots Super Bowl rings? There's a difference. This is what it looks like. One on the left. That's Drake's on the right. That's actually a nice ring. It is. It's not as big as ours, but that's oh, that is kind of big though. Yeah, but I bet it. I bet it don't have four hundred diamonds in it. No, look at the diamonds shining. You you want TMZ? Yeah, I want on TMZ. Well, if you want TMZ, that kind of fits right in, like Housewives, Kardashians. We were TMZ. talking TMZ. Like we this talking, is kind of like a trend we see going. We were talking sports. I was also on Peter King's uh, podcast yesterday too. But that doesn't coincide with my narrative. All right, but I'm I'm, I'm trying to let you know I'm very versatile. What what would you, you go on TMZ about? I was talking about casino night. It was the first time you've ever been on TMZ. Uh yeah, we were in L. LA for the Grammys and TMZ tried to interview us, remember? Nah. And I was like, I was nah. only I was a plus one at the Grammys. I was, you were the one there. It was after people wanted to see. Yeah, I was talking, we talked football, we talked the casino night. Um it was it was TMZ sports though. It was Is that like, like a new breakthrough for you? Like TMZ, is that like new platforms that you're Nah, but I'm always open to push push my agenda. You know what I mean? If I'm if you let me get up there and talk about sickle cell, I'm gonna get up there and talk about sickle cell. You, maybe I reach somebody that doesn't watch, you know, not in the to the Patriots and something, but they love TMZ sports. Awesome. Maybe they love the drama. Well, last week we had some trades. Trades actually look like they panned out pretty good. I, I mean, mean Jalen Ramsey goes out there, plays his butt off, Rams, matches Julio. Rams beat beat Atlanta bad, and you know I know because I got Matt Ryan on the fantasy team. Three oh point three point four points on my fantasy team. Obviously, I lost. Between you and my wife with fantasy football. Oh, I talked about her on Peter King too. My wife? Yeah, that she was all positive. She had Tony. She had the Patriots defense. So she was doing pretty well in our fantasy league. Uh, Marcus, Marcus Peters. I'm not sure. I'm not leading, so I don't pay attention. Marcus Peters picked six for Baltimore. Um, I mean, are we surprised, though? Jalen Ramsey, Marcus Peters, two of the, the better Elite players, corners, yeah. get traded. They're both probably happy. New situation. They go out there and ball for their new team. So, um you know, that's, I mean, that's, but that was expected. It's not like we saw guys get traded that we didn't think were good players. So, um, it is what it is. Yeah, you know? sure. You're the cornerbacks. I yeah. like to see it. Lot, uh, Messi picks up another, you know, something else Messi does. Scores, uh, has scored a goal in 15 straight seasons. It's impressive, let alone just to play 15 straight seasons. You talk about longevity. Yeah. But to play at a high level. And be productive. We were just on here talking, you know, when he got his, uh, I think it was six or seven, uh, I think it's called a golden boot. I don't he know. got that. So, I mean, Kev said I'm right. Golden boot. So, Messi, unlike no other. Elite. Messi, Tom Brady, Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. You mentioned, MJ. You mentioned Rutgers earlier. I'm sad to report this, um, but Rutgers' next game is versus Liberty University. FBS school. That they just oh, joined the FBS in 2017. 2017. They just got there, and we are 
It started out, I want to say, at four, and now I believe Touchdown we are seven-point underdogs to Liberty University, and we're paying Liberty University $1 million to play versus us. So we go out there and lose this game. This will probably be like we're probably we're probably reaching like all time lows for our alma mater right now. So, but like Buster Moon says in the movie Sing, when they ask him about hitting rock bottom, there's only, only one, one way to go. go, and then the string pulls Runs him straight up. up. So Great movie if you haven't seen Sing. We're, we're gonna need a Buster Moon ascension when it comes to. Uh, you heard it here first, bro. My last year, I'm retiring. I'm gonna go back and be the head coach at Rutgers. They just interviewed me. I'm going to be the head coach. That would be the worst decision they've ever made because you would be the definition of a guy taking a head coaching job, the fact that the money is guaranteed, going out there, going on vacation, just pissing away these young kids' future just to make your money. You'd be a sorry head coach. I would, but I wouldn't say pissing away their future. We have some pretty good defensive backs. I know that. Yeah. So. And, we've have, and we have a team that would be very – aware of situational football and they one thing they would have are we, are we are fundamentals are we assuming these things because they've been taught to you that you can teach them to someone that's else? what i hang my hat on why can't i teach i can't teach some of this stuff i don't have you ever i got to get a good coach can staff. you lead a pop warner team to a victory before we hire you to be a collegiate head coach i've led plenty of pop warner teams to victories when you were playing yeah were you a were you a pop warner captain on your team no then you can't coach my team yeah, I've also said I had a lot of coaches that didn't recognize my talent and what I could bring. I'm a late bloomer, bro. Blame the coaches. Don't blame me. Hey. That's Is it easier to be a Pop Warner captain or an NFL captain? That's a stretch. What is it? What's easier? Did you see this? Yeah, change of subject. Philadelphia's Eagles defensive tackle uh, Fletcher Cox. Use a shotgun to uh, scare away an intruder into his home. Well, that'll be the last time anyone breaks into Fletcher Cox's house. <laughs> I, I I think so. I think so. So if anyone's watching, stay away from Fletcher Cox's house. Dave Mize will put the man's address in there so robbers know not to go there. For they, one, they give the town. They give the town in New Jersey where he's at. Where he's at in Jersey, Cherry Hill. I don't know this town. Oh. Malika Hill. Yeah, I don't know. South that Jersey. I mean, he plays for Philly, man. He's I know that. Jersey. I'm just saying. For one, though, you better bring something in there because I mean, even if he didn't have that gun, you it's a bad matchup. Anybody going in there against Fletcher Cox? You see what he does to the offensive lineman? Yeah. Shotgun or no shotgun, I don't think I'm breaking into his house. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and leave him alone. Man, what's happening in the group chat? One thing that ah, we had a nice debate on this one. Yeah, Michael Jordan did an interview and um, called Steph Curry a great player, but just not yet Hall of Fame. But then I saw Magic Johnson came out and tweeted and was just like, MJ didn't mean that. He's a surefire Hall of Fame player, but if MJ says that, he gets fined by the league. So that was very confusing to me because I think – So you only get fined if you say a guy is a Hall of Famer, but if you say he's not a Hall of Famer, you don't get fined? Because – but I just think about, like, from a standpoint of you're getting ready to play against – for years I had to play against Peyton Manning. You're getting ready to play against Peyton Manning towards the end of his career, and you say, man, we got Peyton this week, bonafide <coughs> Hall of Famer. He's already in Canton. Like, if a GM said that, like, or a head coach – that's not 
Yeah, I don't know. Regardless of why he said it, it's I just think not, Mike, it's just I think not Mike got the question, and Mike was like, I feel like you asking me, is he on my level? Is he one of the all-time greats? And Mike like top like, five, six players. And Mike was like, hold on. He's buddy. not there yet. He's not there yet. Well, then Mike should have said that. Because what yeah, Mike I agree, said but was he's not a Hall We know he's only, a Hall of Famer. He's the only two-time unanimous MVP. That alone. He has, what, three championships? There's been less. First ballot. And the is thing is, you got to remember, like, people like to always talk about the Pro Football Hall of Fame and the uh, Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. It's different things. Like, Pro Football Hall of Fame is NFL. Pro Football, Pro yeah. Football Hall of Fame. NFL players that go into the Hall of Fame. The Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame is basketball. So there's people from all over the world that are entered into the Basketball Hall of Fame. The qualifications are a little bit different, I feel like. You know what I mean? You're saying Steph, damn near a Hall of Famer just from his days at Davidson. He could have been. You know what I mean? So that's the thing. Melo's in there, and they, they talk about the year – he had when he was at Syracuse taking the team to the national championship. And his, uh, and his stats as an uh, Olympic athlete. Ex exactly. So, for sure, uh, Steph Curry is a Hall of Fame player uh, without a shadow of a doubt. Obviously, I mean, you're not going to listen to me over Michael Jordan, perhaps. But, I mean, then again, you I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I mean, the Hornets aren't, I mean, knocking down doors with him and leading the charge. And what NBA so. franchise have you led or how many – Finals MVP, do you have? Okay. But him as leading the franchise, we have the same amount of championships as me Indeed. leading. Indeed. Urban Meyer, chilling at home, name keeps coming up as an NFL coach. You like it? No? Why not? Guys had a ton of success. He'll be an NFL coach next year probably. I'm just mad he kept beating the brakes off of Rutgers when he was at uh, Yeah, Ohio that State. wasn't right. I mean, he ain't beat us as bad as Harbaugh did at Michigan, but yeah, we don't hey, talk about that. We didn't talk about the top thing I saw on TV, man, I thought was amazing. I love when, when uh, media outlets do amazing articles. Um, and I saw the one on DeAndre Hopkins and his mother. Uh, his mother is now, she's blind, she can't see. Uh, she wasn't born when like he was, that. When he was 10 years old. Yeah, incident when he was a kid. But she sits in the same seat at all the home games. And when he scores a touchdown, he goes and gives her the ball so she can feel the ball. Um, and I just thought, you Dang, know. that's awesome. That man. wasn't, obviously it was a longer segment about their relationship. But I just thought of that. And he was like, he always wants her there. Because um, she's been there every part of his life. Mm. Um, I thought it was awesome to see. And it was a story, uh, I think, that a lot of times happens. Like, we don't know why athletes are a certain way or why they feel strongly about like we've seen DeAndre Hopkins, you know, whether what it makes him go catch every single pass that comes. But I'm way. just saying we've seen him earlier this year, like take kids on a shopping spree. We saw him, uh, uh, I think it was last year stuff he does when a little field. girl uh, mm -hmm. died paying for the feel like doing things like that. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I think a lot of times comes from like a pure relationship. Like the love and relationship he has with his mother. So yeah, I thought, and just seeing guys' backgrounds, what they come through, what they've been through, yeah, to kind of turn into the men and the people that they are is uh, oh, that was awesome. awesome. I thought that was an awesome look into him for sure. But now we're up to the new segment, second week that we've done it. The Norma Tech comeback of the week goes to. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with the nominations, and you tell me what's the best. Okay, I like that. So I got Drew Brees back at practice. Okay. Patty Mahomes, thought he was done, back at practice. Okay. Devin and Jason McCourty go back home to New Jersey, get a win Monday night football. Devin gets an interception. Jason doesn't get an interception. But we can't, we went back home. I'm coming home. What do you like on that? What do you like? Come back. McCourty. Of the week. McCourty twins, Norma Tech, 
comeback of the week, our own segment, and we're giving it to ourselves. We were humble last week. We gave it to Coco. Didn't want to start off with giving it to ourselves. But like you just said, going back to the home state, grew up about 40 minutes from the stadium. Um, friends and family in the crowd. Always awesome to be back at MetLife. They just built a brand new mall. Oh, I can't wait. Right my house, out there. My, na- my house now is only 20 minutes from that mall. Traffic so already is awful in the New we York, York gonna New Jersey be an American area. Dream. So if now traffic me, is going to be even worse. If you worse. see me in American Dream, don't bother me. Don't come up to me. Me and the kids are going there to have fun. So if you want to come have fun with us, we could do it. Anything else? Make sure you Please. go up to him and get your picture, autograph, or whatever it is. He's you, a fun right, guy. Be careful. My wife, she's the one that gets upset, not me. We're going to start with the good news. Who won the weekend? The NFL. And its fans. No, that's what I'm saying. When I say NFL, I mean okay. everywhere. Explain. Everyone's happy. We got NFL trades. The trade deadline is coming. The trades are not done yet. Fans are happy. Fans in these cities, Baltimore, oh, man, what do we need? We need a corner. Marcus Peters, pick six. Rams, oh, man, it'd be awesome to get a corner. Who do they get? Jalen Ramsey. Goes out there and bows his butt off against Julio Jones. Patriots fans, oh, we want a receiver. Sanu, he comes to town. Who else? Who else am I missing? Seattle gets a safety. Uh, Diggs. Diggs is in town now. He'll play this week. Somebody else got traded, didn't they? An uh, offensive lineman from the Browns got traded to the no, Rams. No, I thought there was another trade yesterday. No? I think you named them all. Oh, well, trades. Everyone's happy. Fans are happy. Players in new cities are happy. I knew there was another trade. Emmanuel Sanders goes to San 49ers, Francisco. duh. How you forget that one? It had been rumored he'd be traded all year. I think Denver has two wins, three wins. Know. They're not on the schedule. Two wins. San nice Francisco, guy. undefeated. Muhammad Sanu playing for Atlanta. They had one win. One win. Sanu now, undefeated. Players happy, teams happy, fans happy, money's happy because when everyone's happy, the money keeps coming in. So NFL's overall, happy because the money comes. The owners are happy. That's a great uh, who won the weekend. Who me. lost the weekend? Brandon Tubman. Brandon Tubman, assistant GM for the Astros. Uh, after the, uh, the, what is it, AL, ALCS? I don't know. They're Ooh, going, they're the ALCS. Going, we're going to the World they're Series, They're going to the World baby. Series. That's all I we're know. We're going there. And they have a player, Osana, who had went through whatever case with domestic violence and um, serious, very serious issue. And for some reason, he was screaming at three reporters. Thank female God. Reporters? Three female reporters. Thank God. Thank God. Blank God, we got Osana. And one of the reporters happened to have a domestic violence bracelet on. Um, read an article or two on it. Don't really understand why. Um, Houston has come out and said that's not what he meant. What did he mean? I don't know either. Um, but that's an overall loss for the weekend. To make matters worse, they lost game one of the World Series. Not looking great in Houston. but Houston. We have a problem. On a happy note, James Harden, Russ, Russell Westbrook, the NBA is back in Houston. So maybe Houston, that you don't have a problem? More than an athlete this week is going to Jalen Brown, who threw a community gala at Encore Casino in Boston uh, Saturday night. Dev, myself, and Deron were able to attend, obviously because of the Monday night game. We were really little in there too. Yeah, there was a lot of big talk. Taco Fall walked in there, and it was just like, oh, like where's the ch- where's the still tea standing on? Yeah, man. Um, was able to raise over 100k, uh, benefiting um, 
boy, local Boys and Girls Club in the uh, surrounding Boston area, as well as No Books, No Basketball Program. And he started his Juice Foundation <coughs> um, that he's going to be able to raise money and be able to do a ton of things in the community. Uh, impressive to go out there, even for us. Um, just Jalen Brownhouse's event, I'm darn near every Celtics player was there, from Tatum to Kimball Walker to the Gordon Haywards. Uh, great turnout. Donnie Wahlberg was in there. Was Donnie Wahlberg not the true MVP? Wahlberg got up on stage and he said, I'm going to donate $10,000. But I talked to my brother Mark and he said he's going to donate another $10,000. And in addition to that, so I called my brother Paul, Nick. Or was it Paul? Yeah. Nick? And he said, Paul, yeah. yeah, said I talked to him. He was like, I mean, well, I don't got as much money as you I'm guys. I'm not a big celebrity. So I'm going to donate five. So the Wahlberg family donated $25,000. Uh, great night. Great I left, turnout. I left there that night and I was like, man. You think the Wolvers will adopt me? I left there like, man, we got to get Donnie to the Tackle Sickle Cell <laughs> Casino night and tell him to call his brothers for that event, too. So uh, definitely a great turnout. Um, I just, if they could just put me in a movie, I'd be happy to. Can you act? I can act something. I'm doing this. This is acting. You could be an extra, though. I like, don't want to be no like, I don't you're be like, an extra. You're I like, could be an extra if they just give me eight lines. You're like the famous cameo, though, like... Your line, but I need at least two to three cameos. Your in line the movie. is like one of them go somewhere and you just happen to be at the same spot. Like they go to a restaurant, and you just happen to be. Don't there let, don't let me just say and, what's up. And they're though. just like, hey, what's up, Dev? You like, hey, what's up, man? I'm just eating, getting ready for the game. No, nah, I don't the, want that. Then the camera just leaves you. That's alone. that's more for like Gronk. That's not me, bro. Nah, Gronk's elite. What are you talking about? That's, that's not me. We gotta see if we get Gronk to the event too. Gronk's busy, bro. He's in New York City. Yeah, it's a short drive. Big Fox analyst. Yeah, he is big time. Big time. That's. Gronk, I don't think you watch this, but if you happen to watch it, man, can you come to the locker room, bro? We could use, like, some laughter. You know, just come by, say what's up, man. Sit in the meeting for 30 seconds and then show us that you can leave. Show us the bright side of life after football, man. We want to see it up close, not just on TV. As a reminder, you can find the audio version on iTunes, Spotify, whatever you use for your podcasting. And when you turn it on, after you hear Jay start it, I just want you to yell to yourself. Mama, we made it! If you want to see uh, our beautiful faces, you can go on YouTube. Both of them, all you have to do is search double coverage with the McCordy Twins. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and anywhere you do choose to watch it. Also, quick uh, thank you to our partners again, Boston Medical Center, Embrace Kids, and Norma Tech. We appreciate you guys. See you next week. And we're out. 